everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We have our second guest, Miss Lauren. She is an artist. She is a mom. She is a bomb ass fastanisha. You all know. So, we want to thank her for coming on to the show. And as always, we always started off with the same question. What kind of rituals or routines do you do in the morning to get ready to go out into the world? Honestly, I'm the most unconventional person on this earth. I don't even have a routine. My only routine is getting Starbucks every day. That is the only thing I do. So that's it. consistently and be late to work every day. <laughs> no, like that's literally my ritual is to get Starbucks and be late to work every day, and then be looking at everybody else like, why are you looking at me being late with my Starbucks? Because I don't understand. You need it. It gets you going. In yeah, the absolutely. I mean, I don't really have affirmations like that. I say every day, but when I do wake up in a weird space. That will be the day I will say affirmation, but it's not an everyday thing. It's only when I wake up kind of feeling challenged, you know? And it's like you need it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, tell us a little bit about you. You're an artist. You're a mom. Yeah. um, My name is Lauren. I am actually from... I'm from Cerritos, but um, I've been everywhere in in the L.A. area. I am an artist. I've been doing art for four years. I'm a mother. Um, I've been a mother for eight and a half years. My son's turning nine in October. So Happy I was birthday. a young mom. I know, I know. Was, he's awesome. Um, what else do I do? I have a normal job as well. Like, I do it all, I guess. Who is she? She's everything. everything. Who is she? Yeah, I do it all. <laughs> like, I don't know how I balance all these lifestyles. It's That's what I wanted to crazy. ask you. Like, how do you balance everything that you do? Um, it was hard at first, but I think it's because at first I didn't have so much I was into. Everything kind of came with time, so I fit in perfectly where it belonged. So at first I was just me, of course. And even within me growing, I had to be a mother to grow to who I am. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't this. I wasn't me. Before I had my son, I was, I was in... A difference. I mean, I've always been very creative. Mm-hmm. I've always been very, like, um, kind of unique, different from, like, the crowd, you know, different from the masses. I always had, like, an opposite opinion of everyone else. That's always been me. I'm a middle child, so I automatically, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm against the grain, just all in all. But as far as, like, me growing into, like, being creative and, like, you know, kind of getting the encouragement to do certain things... It worked out because me as a mother gave me courage. I feel like if I could be a mom, I could do anything. Anything. And so with being a mom, it was like I was raising my son, but I was also like growing. We kind of grew together, you know, because I was nothing like who I am now when I had him. You know, like it was a total different person. Even his father is always like, I feel like I watched you grow up. And I'm like, you kind of did. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, you kind of did watch me grow up. It's real interesting. So it, it works because everything came like moderately. So everything kind of got fit in where it was supposed to when it was supposed to. I never went against like what was supposed to happen. I just let it flow. So I was on your website and I was reading about kind of like your bio and how mm-hmm. you were talking about how you started. Um, painting as a way of like self-expression absolutely talk a little bit about that because your art is really sweet um I always had 
a desire to express myself first it started off just like dressing like clothes like mm-hmm. you know growing up I always wanted to wear things to show like who I was and then from there um I started like I got into styling mm-hmm. so I got into styling which was supposed to be another form of me like expressing my like self and my creativity but I just felt like it was just too much work for like not enough um not enough profit you know mm-hmm. so I was like uh, this probably ain't gonna work out for me I'm probably gonna be poor the rest of my life trying to style so um <laughs> seriously I'll, so pray. Pray. <laughs> I'll be poor for years until like I actually if I end up you know popping off in this I was like this probably ain't gonna work I'm too impatient so um I don't know like I told my I had told my, my sister I was like I kind of want to get into art you know like and she was like, you should try it. And I was like, but I don't know how to paint. You know, like, <laughs> I, I, I loved art, but I just didn't know what I wanted to do in art. And she was like, just go buy a canvas, you know, get some, you know, paint and just do it. And Fucking get it. I was like, all right. So I went and got a, a canvas and, like, some paint. And I painted this, like, really horrible picture of, like, Angela Davis. It was, like, disgusting. It was the ugliest picture ever. I still have it. I look at it all the time, like... Gross. But I was excited. Like, I was like, I did it. And mm-hmm. I, like, told my mom and my dad. I was like, Mom, like, look what I did. And they were like, oh, it's so good. And I was like, they were lying. <laughs> and then from there, I was like, I think I'm going to stick to this. Because they were so used to me just going in and out of different things. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try this. So finally, they were like, well, just try to stick to it, see what happens. And then it happened. It was like, I just started constantly, like, painting, painting. And I was going through a lot of my life, so, like, it was kind of an outlet. And, like, your therapy? Absolutely, yeah. Like, I had a, I had a lot of, like, emotional trauma that I needed to, like, let out, so. And that was your outlet? It was. It, I, at the time, like... I didn't realize how much of it, like, I was releasing, but it it worked. It helped a lot. So what were some of your inspirations when you created the art? Um, mostly, like, um, colors. I'm, I'm just a huge color fan. Like, color is, like, life to me. Like, I see everything in color. Mm -hmm. Like, if you ask me what a color is, I'm going to give you a color that you're, like, you're doing too much. What's your favorite, what is your favorite color right now? Green. Green. As always, green and gold have always been my favorite colors. Mm -hmm. Green and gold. And green because I love trees. Like, mm-hmm. I am really into trees. It's really <laughs> Both kind. But trees, trees. <laughs> like, the actual oxygen <laughs> ones. Yeah, like, like all trees. I, I welcome all trees, you know? Because most people like green because of money, but I like green because of trees. So, just energy. That's it. Yeah. Green is an energy color. It's, it's for energy. So, it just kind of works out. I don't know why I loved it, but it just stuck to me. Another thing I really wanted to talk about is I follow you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you were saying that you were coming up on your second year of being celibate. Yes, twenty four months. <laughs> it's 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 been it, it honestly before I had my son I was um, celibate for fifteen months. So mm-hmm. um, it's not the first time I've done it. Like I've done it like a lot of times. I've done it a few times and then I'm always I kind of fall into temptation a little bit. I mean I think my reasoning for doing it like it for one I wasn't 
like I didn't plan like in August I'm just gonna be celibate and it's just gonna be for two years and Mm -hmm. it's gonna work out it didn't work like that it worked as um I got out of like a situation with someone that like um it brought a lot of like a lot of my areas of opportunities emotionally out Mm -hmm. so I got I kind of got like a shock factor of a lot of things that I needed to work on and it was my I was 29 and I was going into my 30th birthday oh how old are you I'm 31 turning 32 in January oh really you look good I didn't know you was in the 30 club come on 30 yeah, look, I'm, look, I'm, I'm seasoned, okay? Yes. Seasoned gal. Yeah, I was 29, and I was just, I had, like, expectations for my um, my 30s that I didn't want to bring anything from my 20s into. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like I was just holding on to so much stuff from my 20s, and I was like, I'm not going into my 30s like this. So... I kind of pinpointed different reasons why I haven't been capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. And one of the major reasons was distractions. I had a lot of distractions and a lot of my distractions had to do with um, just like different situations with people I never let go of. And I know it was because like there was an intimate connection. So yeah. I said, the only way I know I wouldn't be distracted by anyone is if I don't have sex with them like mm-hmm. i know that like so i'm not having sex <laughs> like that's true that's what that's just so like, real i was like i'm the soul ties exactly and just i've never been really good at having casual sex with anyone Mm-mm. even if i tried it i wasn't good at it Mm-mm. you, you know? fuck like, with me I you was, stuck with me yeah like, <laughs> i wasn't good at it i might have played it i might have been holly berry with it but i was not good at it that shit really like bothered me yeah so, the facts so anyone out there you know okay but <laughs> yeah like i had like a lot of issues with like just different situations it never worked out the way it was supposed to meaning like just casual sex for me was always just a waste of time and it was very um mm-hmm. disappointing that's all i've got i hate the feeling of disappointment. disappointment and i feel like it was easier for people to disappoint me when i was pretty much physical with them you know it was easier if i haven't really been physical with you you haven't like penetrated that barrier to where so it's just i have yeah like i'm like okay like Whatever. bye you know but once <laughs> i've been physical it's like but i like I'm feeling you now. I gave you a party. That's huge. Like, you got some of my magic. Like, you know, like, you can't just bounce like that or whatever the case may be. No, you're not going nowhere. Yeah, it's like, that's not how that works. Like, you you can't ever be good on me. (laughs) (laughs) That's real. You can't never be good on me. No, that is not the way that works. Yeah, at all. So, yeah, it's been a long journey. Um, it hasn't been hard either. It hasn't. No. Tell it us hasn't. about it. I try. I've a few times. I've tried. Well, I have been celibate at least a year, both times. And like, that's amazing. Like that's a huge time span. You know, especially if it's a different lifestyle than what you're used to. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's it hasn't been hard for me because I haven't put myself in situations where I know it'll challenge me. I feel like a lot of times. I haven't had to be challenged with my celibacy because, for one, it wasn't something that I was just, like, super-duper, like, passionate about. It mm-hmm. just kind of, like, I knew what not to do. And right. it just happened that way. 
it wasn't like overly spiritual so I feel like I, not too much temptation was coming my way because it's not like I was like saying it was for a spiritual super duper like religious right. place where people were like well I'm gonna challenge I'm that you know I'm gonna challenge her Christianity right now but um as far as the journey the first year has was a breeze um the first year of five months I would say I would say the the last leg it's been a little challenging only because like I feel like at this point I'm kind of wrapping up my my healing and mm-hmm. I'm kind of in a space where I'm like okay so something gotta pop off right. you know what I mean <laughs> like what are some of the things that you do to help you with your healing because I feel like I can kind of relate like it is things that you know you have to deal like so what are some of the things that you do besides your art to help you deal with those things with yourself it was it's honestly like it's it's you got to get down to like the ugly part of yourself like internally not like out you know not like physically (laughs) but internally and like emotionally like i said um a lot of the reasons why i mean i've always thought very highly of myself emotionally like i've always felt like i was like pretty much anyone was lucky that I was dealing with them kind of thing. Not like I thought I was a shit, but I know but I'm you a said good I'm a woman. Shit. Yeah, like, I'm a good woman. I treat people amazing. Like, if you're in my life, like, I care about you. I'll pretty much do anything for you as long as it's not detrimental right. to, you know, like, myself and my family. So, I always felt very highly of myself to the point where I kind of, like, ignored my areas of opportunity. Like, there's still a lot of things that I needed to work on to even make anything work any relationship any type of friendship like there were things that I needed to address you know what I mean just in general Mm -hmm. and um before I even started like my whole healing process I fasted for seven days so I fasted for seven days just to kind of like get clarity of what I needed to address so in your fast you didn't eat just drank water yeah no I ate fruit and drank water okay fruit and water yeah I didn't have any like crazy like meat and all that good stuff but when I fasted I got like a list of things that I needed to work on and I just addressed them all like 30 days at a time mm-hmm. so oh that's yeah good. yeah I like, like I didn't do everything at one time like it wasn't like I just was a changed woman in a mm-hmm. month like I didn't turn 30 and was like the new me hey you know <laughs> like new year new me no 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 no. It, it wasn't like I literally knew I couldn't commit to like just changing myself without doing it in moderation that's mm-hmm. just not the type of person i am i will revert back yeah with the quickness you know so i pretty much addressed every bad habit where i felt was a bad habit it had nothing to do with anyone else what anyone else told me was a bad habit mm-hmm. like i could care less just what someone else yourself. told me if i felt like it was something that needed to be addressed it was addressed if you told me it needed to be addressed I would take it in consideration, but if I didn't feel that way, it ain't changing. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what it was. So anything I felt like I needed to address, I did it. And if it took 30 days, it took 31 days. If it took 21 days, it took 21 days. And I honestly, like, I got so aligned with myself, like, emotionally and spiritually and mentally. 
Like it, so, go more, go more crazy. into a little bit more depth. Do you mind? No, no, no. Just no. tell us like one one of the things that you said. Okay, this is something that I need to work on. And how within those days, each day, like how did you address it? I used to take things personal. Like mm-hmm. if my friends went out and like didn't invite you. Oh my! God. Even if you didn't want to go, it, it, you like, but no, you didn't invite me. That was something that was a major trigger to me, though. Mm-hmm. Like that trigger was like. I would really just like my whole mood would just instantly change. just change, and I would really come at them like, "Oh, so you're out? You know, like you, I'm not doing anything. You didn't even like ask me if I wanted to, even if I didn't have time to get dressed and go. If they was far, and I was like, I'm not doing that. You but know, it's still like it you was didn't just like me. you didn't include me. Right? Like I feel some kind of way like you didn't include me in your plans. Like why? You know? So that was something that I felt like it also was like in my relationships, it kind Mm -hmm. of like affected my relationships as well. It was like almost like I just felt invisible sometimes. Like if I wasn't addressed with certain things, like I felt invisible and that was a problem to me because Mm -hmm. I should never feel that way. You know, like if I'm okay within myself, like I should never feel that way. So I felt that was one of the major things. And um, with that, I just started realizing that shit happens. Like, people be out and just doing things. And, like, sometimes you don't got time to pit somebody up. Like, hey, we going here. Or you don't know what you're doing. You know, like, you might, you know, be like, oh, we're going here. Somebody switch it up and be like, we're actually going to go here. Right. And I have a lot of friends that are very last minute. And they just do things, like, as far as... um, relationships I took a lot of responsibilities for things that people projected on me that had nothing to do with me Mm -hmm. so if you told me something about myself that I knew wasn't really accurate but you tell me it made you feel some kind of way even though it wasn't me it was you Mm -hmm. I took responsibility for that Mm -hmm. and I felt like I did something, even though it had nothing to do with me. And you would like, just take all that weight. I would take it. I would take it. Like, I would literally be like, I, like I'm like i so sorry I made you feel that way. Like, maybe I could change this so you don't feel that way. When really it had nothing, nothing to do, to do with, with you. So I took a lot of people's responsibility. Um, I let a lot of my relationships make me feel like I wasn't good enough, too. Because a lot of... I men, felt like that before. Yeah, like, boom. A lot of my relationships with men have always ended in them getting a new girlfriend in like a week so i always felt like well shit like was i not good enough yeah or like how did that happen like you know like how do you jump out of one thing and, and then on to the next that's why when i watch insecure i'm like this shit is a trigger like eh, like <laughs> man like like what the fuck listen, lawrence uh, yes i'm like <laughs> lawrence is like trash ex-boyfriend okay <laughs> like they're the same human being i swear so I took responsibility of, like, letting people make me feel like I wasn't good enough. Even though they never said that, it was like, they planted that seed and I actually let it grow. Yeah. So it started to affect other things in my life to where I really was walking around like, well, I don't really feel like anyone really fucks with me like that because... They have this woman that looks better than me. Just a lot of insecurities and stuff that mm-hmm. I didn't really fully, like, embrace myself and who I am. And I let other people kind of, like, create, like, an opinion of who I was and I believed it mm-hmm. instead of being... I know, I know how that is. Yeah, like, it's hard. It you is. Know, especially the ratio of women to men, like, it's so cutthroat. Like, it's like you really just... It, it, it's a lot, you know? And just when you have so many insecurities... 
it's hard to be out here really like trying to maneuver in a space where you know you'll succeed in a lot of different levels. It all is a domino effect. Yeah, it so is. If, you, if it affects you here, it's going to affect Affects you somewhere you else. Yeah, so, I mean, me not being the most confident person in the world kind of like affected a lot of other areas. My work, like me as a mother, like it just made me feel like I was... I was defective, mm-hmm. you know. So that was something I really needed to address. Like I was like, I can't be out here feeling like that. So, so what were the, some of the things that you did? Like, is journaling a part of your was a part of your journey? Well, I started like an anxiety because I had anxiety really bad because I was like dealing with depression and stuff. So like, I would do. I had like anxiety. Um, notebook like i'm a i'm a thinker i'm a heavy thinker so mm-hmm. when i think something i'm like obsessed with that thought and i'll just think about it over and over and over and over and in order for me to like release it i start having like anxiety um notebook where i pretty much wrote down every thought that came down mm-hmm. um, it came into my just mind just to release it yeah just release it so everything that i felt about myself even if it was something that i was like damn that's kind of like fucked up you know like i would just write it down write it down and i wouldn't ever read it like, I would just write it down. Like, just I wouldn't, like, go over it, like, damn, what did I write? And then, like, and I would say maybe, like, every month I would, like, go back and read it and kind of see, like, it, like, hurt me to... Think s- about how you thought see. about yourself. Yeah, like, it hurt me to see what I was saying about myself. Like, it was deep, mm-hmm. you know? Like, people make you feel like you're not allowed to be, like... Oh well, like I really feel like I'm that bitch. Today. I'm the shit. I'm the yeah, bitch. like you aren't the supposed shit. to do that. Like for you to say that, it's kind of like oh really? Well, shit, she just like really said she was tight. Like why did she say that? She's not supposed like to I know. am right. Like you're not <laughs> supposed to know you're tight though. And if right. somebody gives you a compliment, you're supposed to act like you ain't never heard that before. That's the thing that kills me. I'm like. But you're not telling me nothing I've never told myself. I read something where it said, like, if somebody, whether somebody says something good or says something bad about you, it shouldn't have an effect on you, regardless. Right. Like, if somebody gives you a compliment, it's kind of like, oh, thanks, but mm-hmm. it ain't really shit. And if you give me a insult, it's like, oh, okay, but it's not really shit, because at the end of the day, I know who I am. That's where I would love to be in life. Like that's that's, that's the goal. goal. Like, <laughs> but sometimes people, sometimes things outside things do affect you, especially when it's coming from people you care about. Because you have to trust that they know you enough to be able to give you constructive, like constructive criticism. This is cool getting to know you. I know, just having this these conversations. So fun. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm really into this. This is great. Like, hope. What else you want to know about her? Um, this is Hope on the mic, I, y'all. <laughs> um, I want to know what what was your motivation to keep to keep going towards um, your art, like pursuing your artistry, because it gets hard hard at times. So I want to absolutely. Know what you going. Um, I think the thing that helped me keep going is I started seeing the progression. I think with most things, like we kind of get discouraged because we don't see the progression that we want. So we'd be like, okay, I'm over it. Like, mm-hmm. It's not it's not progressing. Like, And I start having the mindset that like baby steps add up. So mm-hmm. they might not be big moves, but to me it's a big move, even if it's a baby step, because it's towards yep. something that was never there from the jump. So pretty much me seeing the progression and me being able, because with art, you're able to see it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you're looking at one picture and you're looking at another. And you're like, damn, I finessed that one. That looks and, good. Yeah. And art <laughs> is like a skill. Like, you have to work on it. And you have to, like, get stronger within it. And, and just seeing the progression, like, you know, being able to be like, wow, last month I couldn't do that was enough for me to be like, oh, I should try this now, you mm-hmm. know? So... I think just seeing my progression and just seeing kind of like how many people actually supported it was interesting. Like that feels good. Yeah, like I wasn't. I go to. I go into. I, I was kind of a pessimist. Like I went into everything. Like I didn't think anyone would like it. Like anything I do, I'm like. I, I guess I'm preparing myself so no one does like it. <laughs> I'm like I already prepare myself for you to not like it. So if you don't like it, it's cool. But I wasn't expecting anyone to actually like what I was doing. Like, I was, I mean, there's so many talented people. Like, it's, this world is just full of, like, incredible people. Amazing people. Like, the talent that is just everywhere. But you wanted them. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah, like, but me, I mean, that was another thing I had to, like, deal with in my whole, like, journey was comparing myself to mm-hmm. everybody with everything though and I'm a middle child I think that had a lot to do with it me and my sister are 17 months apart we were compared like our whole life so with art I was always comparing myself to other artists like I, my art's not as tight as theirs like they're awesome but in art like you could kind of do whatever like you don't have to be compared to other people because everyone's like different mind and eye is different like i guess in everything though like yeah. even in like like looks and everything like everyone's different um but that was probably the hardest thing for me to go forward and call myself an artist it took me two years to call myself an artist once I start calling myself an artist, my work got better too, which mm-hmm. is crazy. It was like I was taking myself seriously. Like, yeah. you're gonna do this shit. Like, you call yourself an artist now, you gotta you really artists. do that shit. Yeah. My art got better. Um, I got a lot more opportunities with like being part of different shows. Like, people actually started calling me an artist. It's so crazy how when you say something about yourself, people really like yeah. start doing it, you know? So, like, you set the bar. Like, this is what exactly. I am. Treat me accordingly. It's so crazy because, like, you kind of make people believe things about yourself because it's you. So, if you say, even if I feel like, I don't know, you said it, so it must be true. It must you be know? true. Like, <laughs> she know herself, you know? So, um, my first show was with Gavin from, uh, it was when he had, um, youth on Fairfax. He was doing a showcase for his new, um, it was like when youth kind of first started, opened and he had a, a showcase. He was like, Hey, do you want to be a part of this show? And I knew the other artists that were involved, like Blue the Great, that's like kind of when he started, first started too. Um, he was part of the show. I was nervous because I was just like, I haven't been doing this long. Like, these people have been doing it for, like, ever. Like, eight years, ten years, five years. Like, even, like, with Blue, he had just started doing, like, acrylic, but he had been in the art field, you know? So, Uh even with him, it was like, well, shit, he been doing it forever, you know? Like, it was weird. Like, I I didn't know how to feel. Like, I, I didn't know what to expect. Like, it was the first time I was showing my work. But it felt, once it came once it came to the actual show it felt amazing it felt amazing to see that like i wasn't too far off and after that 
I was involved in the um, the Love Art Shows, which was a compilation as well, just with different artists. And by that time, I had got a lot more confidence. So, you know, with those shows, I had like a whole wall to myself. You know, <laughs> I was like, I was really doing the shit, okay, you know? But um, when it came to my actual show, solo show, it's taken this whole, it took that whole time mm-hmm. for me to finally do a solo show. Like, I feel like I need a manager, you know, and I always knew what type of, I always wanted a, man, a woman manager. And um, I, I put in the universe, like, I need a manager. Mm-hmm. So we sat down and we sat down and she was like, okay, so we need the goals. Like, what we hit in this year, like within the next month, three months, five months. I was like, oh, look, that's a lot. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, like that's real. I think about this before I came because I didn't, you know? And she was like, solo show, when we doing it? And I was like, uh, maybe in about two years. No. She was no. like, no. Like, mm-hmm. next month? And I was like, no, a month? Absolutely <laughs> not. I cannot. She was like, I mean, I'll get, you know, I got a space locked down. Like, just, we, we'll pick the date right now. Today. Like, let's get it. And I was like, we got to pick, the like, the date today, like, right now? Or can we, like, come back to, she was like, no, like. Now. She took her little calendar out. She was like, within the next three months. Like, I work a real job. Like, I work in a corporate setting. So, I knew I wasn't going to have the time to, like really go hard in a month so I was like nah that's not gonna work and she was like well I mean you already got a grip of work you haven't shown which was very true Mm because I've never had a solo show I had some of my buddies do like the um, flyers and all that Mm -hmm. and then the day of the day of the art show I'm like okay I'm on the way with my work and she was like wait an hour I was like, okay. Okay. Not a big deal, you know, wait an hour. More time for me because I had a lot of prepping to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think anything of it because, like, you know, people be needing to get their spaces together, right. be needing to paint and stuff, you know. So I'm like, okay, cool. And then she calls me like, okay, so there's a problem, but I have a solution. I didn't want to tell you the solution without the – I mean, I didn't want to tell you the problem without the solution. Come on, boss. Come no, on, right, Leslie. Right. boss. Yes, Leslie goes up. She was like, so there's a problem. But there's also a solution. She was like, um, I didn't want to tell you the problem without having a solution. I didn't want to, you know, to make it a bigger thing than it had to be. So she was like, so the art space you were supposed to have it at, um, the woman hasn't been back to take her work down from when she had her show. Mm. What do you mean? Like, we taking it down or like, what we going to do? You know, like, I said, do anything else. And she was like, nah, it's going to be around the corner. I got another space. I already, like... Put the flyers man, out. going people, texting people, dumb. calling people. I had, and I had just sent confirmation, like, emails with the other address. And she was like, I actually like the new space way better. Way she better. Really nice. She Shout like, out to J3 yes, Collections over in Lamar Park. This is amazing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I didn't even see the other space. So I get there and I'm like, I don't even like think I want to see the other space. Like this space is fire. Everything looked amazing. Like in the space, like it, it was great. So from the beginning of your journey up until now, mm-hmm. like what have you learned about yourself? I have learned that uh, I could pretty much do anything that I put my my mind to. Like it's so cliche, but it's very true. Very true. Like who is she? She's everything. I, I, yeah, she can do it all. Like I literally. 
am able to overcome any obstacle that hasn't been thrown at me at this point. And through art, I've really discovered that because art was, I would probably say, is the area that was most foreign to me that I've done. I It was new, like completely. And I was like, well, you know, I've been able to excel at that. And I don't get nervous now when new things come up. I used to get nervous. If anything new came up, I'll be like, I don't really want to do this new. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to do nothing new. Like, I want to stick to what I know. To what you know. Yeah, but now it's, hey, we'll figure it out. That's always what I say. We'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. One final question we want to ask Miss Lauren. Absolutely. Who is she? Who is she? Who is she? I'm one of the kind. Okay, I will say, I can confidently say, I've never met anyone like me before. In good ways and in bad ways. Yeah. I've but never met anyone like you either. You're cool it's as fuck. So crazy. It's like I'm an alien or something. I don't know. Like, where do I come from? Like, Who is she? How did this even work? Like, it's just, it just works. It's just like a combination of just different things. But I am a creative, I am a mother, I am a woman, a black woman, strong black woman. Yes. I am love, I am all things possible, I am limitless, that's what I am. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Please subscribe, like, and share. Let us know what you thought about the episode. Let us, just ask us questions, leave comments, all feedback is amazing feedback. Thank you again to Lauren for coming on the show and just having a bomb-ass conversation with us. I'm going to leave all of her Instagram and Twitter and social media links below so you can follow her and check her out. Thank you all again so much, and I cannot wait to talk to you all next week. Holla!
clients to come into my space all the time. Yeah. So if there's an opportunity to like meet new people, I'm always like, well, I pray for this. Mm-hmm. As long as, you know, I'm sure we'll be like my, my discernment is like on 100 too. So if mm-hmm. you were weird, I would have felt it. <laughs> like, bitch, you're weird. Yeah, I would have felt it. Bitch, you're weird. Even through words. I would have felt it through words. I would have been like, nah. This I'm bitch a, is weird. Like, I'm going to sit this one out. I'm going to sit this one out. Okay. I'm going to pick up it's my last minute. I got a text message. It's I can't. It's enough for me. Like, I'll be like, oh, you know, I'm actually booked and busy, so I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm booked and busy, so but I knew the vibes were there like I could tell I just felt it like I I, I have a good intuition like I know that's I feel like that's the one thing that I had to learn this year was to really follow my intuition because I didn't follow my intuition and I got in a fucked up situation and it took me some months. It took me months to yeah. get out that shit. And I'm just like, damn, bitch, if you just would have listened to your first right. mind. Your first, like, I trust my first mind. Even with outfits, I trust my first mind. You have to. Like, everything is like, mm-hmm. I've always noticed. I think it's because I've gotten to a space where my first mind is actually valid. And mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. And I know. I trust it. Exactly, I trust it. I built it up to where it's not gonna leave me wrong. No. Nope. So whenever I say something like something's not right, like that's people a fucking be like, weirdo. You know, here's a little tingling. I'm like, no, no, you know, trust I'm never me. wrong about this shit ever. Yeah. I ain't never wrong. Please tell me. I may not. You said it. I, you I said, said it. it. I said I it. Like I, I trust my first mind. Like there's times where I'll feel weird and I'll be like, I probably shouldn't go anywhere. I should probably sit down because I would have a weird feeling. I'm like, I just something's not right. My grandma always told me like, trust your first mind. Absolutely. You better go with your first mind. But it started like being to the point where I start like being able to see things before it happens. Mm-hmm. Like I start being able to even like. People would be ready to say something to me, and I'll look at them, and they'll be like, "How do you know I was about to say something to you?" Mm-hmm. I'll be like, "I felt it." Like, I felt when your birthday? Talk to me, January twenty sixth. So you are a Aquarius. Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, be, we be, you know, we be about that majestic shit. We be, we be feeling <laughs> shit, okay? No, but I be really feeling things, and like I say things, like it's 